welcome back to the Fantasy Football Hangover. We're season three, we're episode 12, and I'm joined by the Premier League's most lethal, lethal, lethal strike duo, Mr. William Nichols. How are you, sir? I'm great. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. And Robert <laughs> Clark. <laughs> How are you? Yeah. I'm fantastic because it's Friday evening and I'm having my first beer of the week and I'm looking at your lovely faces. Hey. hey, best served with a cold beer, our faces, I find. Mm. A few, it normally needs a few. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're a mixture of three and five pinters. <laughs> um, so how are you guys doing? How'd you get on with your, the big big double blank conundrum? Well, I don't want to go, I don't want to go about <laughs> it too much, but um, I'm currently sitting on 148 points for the uh, double Ooh. double game week. So, you know, it's just my best ever fantasy football score in the 12 years. 12 years. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. And, and so what, I've got, the, go I've got McCarthy. Uh, no, who have I got still to play? I've got um, Martinez still to play uh, tomorrow. Yeah. So I did take an eight point hit. So technically I'm on 140, but um, that's worth it. That's worth yeah. it. Price alone, isn't it? Yeah. I, uh, I'm only feeling smug about the fact I haven't played any chips or hits for the last couple of game weeks. So, but I kind of regret that because I was the one saying, "Yeah, thinking about Antonio, but no, get injured." So, which is always the way. But it's just been—I I just really enjoying it. I think it's a really pivotal point at the moment. With, you know, with the top of the table, with the form teams, and with you know fixtures yet to be rearranged, it just feels like it. And kind of at the halfway mark, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, dead on it. And Liverpool have lost, so big news. <laughs> lost at home. Yeah, do you know who the last do you know who the last game unbeaten? Yeah, do you know who the last manager to beat them at home was? Oh no, I don't. Um wasn't Boy, was it? No, but the right club. It was Palace. It was Big Sam. Was it? Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe off, Palace often do all right at Anfield. There you go. Not so much at Selhurst Park, but um Ah, oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah did, did you? Yeah, that's. I mean, that feels. We can get into that more later, but that feels exciting. Um, in a, in a sense, for you know, mixing it up at the top. Absolutely. Yeah. So much going on. But shall we get straight into our six in sixty? Go, Will. Right, first off, Foden versus West Brom. The bag is still as leaky as Colin the Combi Boiler. Foden is just a joy to watch and an FPL joy too. 14, 11 and 4 in the last three. And Paul Pogba versus Sheffield United. Probably the first time I've ever tipped Pogba, but he is the epitome of you only sing when you're winning and United are winning. <laughs> right, I've also picked Paul Pogba, so that covers that off. He's only 2.3% owned. Mm. And when he's streaky hot, he's streaky hot, and he is now. And the second one is James Madison. Three goals in the last three, three clean sheets, three bonus points, and Everton up next. So, Rob? Yeah, I'm sticking with Leicester. I'm going for Barbie Hans. Uh, if you can't afford Madison, 6.8 million, 4.9% owned. You mentioned the fixtures, but his stats are up there with Madison's. And then uh, Luke Shaw, 4.8 million. Only 2% owned, keeps getting picked for Man United. He's on corners, he's got good fixtures and he's in great form. Yeah, Luke Shaw, honestly, I was, he's a revelation. Yeah, I didn't realise how much until I saw Match Day the other 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 day and they were homing in on him. I didn't realise how quite how well... So I read somewhere he's created the second most chances in the league since Christmas. 
second only to Mason Mount. Well, it's it's great ahead of the Euros because Maguire's looking like he's a bit better now, and Stones is amazing. Stone Jones is amazing, and Luke Shaw. So, like for England uh, purposes, it's it's pretty exciting to have these defenders actually uh, um, playing yeah. well. I was tempted to buy him a few weeks back when I saw he's on corners, and and that Man United's fixtures are pretty good, and obviously the double game week that's just gone. But um, I thought it'll be rotated with Tellez, isn't it? The left back they signed. But he seems to be getting picked every week. And when he's in great form and he's on set pieces, it kind of makes you think, well, it, while he's fit, surely he's going to get picked. So, And 4.8 million for you know, a defender who's in one of the top teams it isn't bad, is it? I guess it's just clean sheets. That's the only worry you have with Man United. Yeah. Yeah. But they, they are scoring, so... They are. They are. Sense. Good shout on Harvey Barnes as well. Um, we, we'll look at uh, the fact that KDB and Jamie Vardy are both out for a few weeks. So we'll, we'll go a bit into who to replace them with. But Harvey Barnes is one of my, my options there. Like, yeah, his great. stats uh, are very similar to, to Madison's at the moment. You know, chances created, shots in the box, goals scored, assists, all that business. So... I know he's he's frustrated you in the past, hasn't he, Rich? But um, yeah. I, I think there was a time when I think Vardy was out before where they played him as a striker as well. So you never know. You could be getting that luxury, you know, less than seven million midfielder who's playing up front. He's pretty much a winger anyway, isn't he? But um, yeah, I mean, Madison is, is the one that everyone's going for at the moment. I think he's the most signed player. Yeah, I think, but I think Harvey Barnes' ownership is still higher than Madison's. I'm not sure, but... Um, I guess because he's been he's been informed for longer, just under five percent. But it's also worth mentioning um, it's Friday night, and there are cup games to be played, of which Leicester are one of them. Um, got Wolves tonight, and then Saturday is Arsenal, Brighton, Sheffield United, West Ham, Man City, and Southampton. Then Sunday's Chelsea, Leicester, Fulham, Burnley, Everton. Then Monday Spurs. So you know, if we tip someone that does get injured in one of those games. Sorry, but you know, can't sorry be. guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's. I mean, I think one of the things we've been saying through through the course of this season, a lot of people are, is just wait, just hold those transfers. Like, I'm not going to do anything before Monday night, and there's yeah. a bit of surgery needed on my team, but just wait and see. I think absolutely, and although obviously their their values will go down, um, I think Vardy's value is set to go down, and I'm sure KDB as well. So you know, you might lose 0.1 mil, but be worth it because actually Vardy you're not going to replace him with anyone of a similar value unless you're going for Kane well, um, oh, no currently as well De Bruyne and Vardy are, I think are about the most eight, eight I think it's eighth and tenth most transferred in players which yeah. is shy of sort of a hundred thousand uh, managers signing them in so that just goes to show something we've been banging on about a lot this season isn't it? about holding off and well, whilst we're on the subject of stats, uh, I've got a few uh, quiz questions that I'm going to oh. drop your way. Oh, we love a quiz. Yeah, it's um, kind of based on stats so far this season and a little bit about what happened on Game Week 19. But when you hear this siren... Unoriprivileged quiz time. Uh, I'm, going to, uh, I'm going to drop you a question and uh, give, give me your best answer and I'll, and I'll reveal because it kind of leans into tips as well for listeners. Okay. Awesome. Well, we will keep our ears out and please keep your ears peeled as well, listeners. You can play. Well, I, was, I was ready for one then. I was like on tensor hooks. I'll, just getting you I'll relax for a bit. I think, yeah. I think that was the trail, Will. Okay. Yeah. 
keep them keep them keen um so shall we have a look at kdb and vardy alternatives should we get straight into that obviously a big problem both both injured at the weekend both likely out for at least a few weeks and both premium options so a lot of money invested in them. so I think most managers who own them will be looking to get them out I've got Vardy and I want to shift him on uh, how about yeah. you guys do you own KDB or Vardy I've got Vardy I noticed that something like 15% of the top 1,000 managers have both wowzers so yeah, there's going to be a lot of good I've... managers but I have the conundrum, which I guess a lot of managers also have, is with Salah constantly getting two points for about the last five game weeks. So that's yeah. another, another one to, to look at. Well, Liverpool have failed scoring four games. Four like games. That. Yeah. Which is a worry. It it's a lot of money to have very around banking. Um, so, I mean, the first one we talked about, Madison, didn't we? He seems like a pretty viable alternative to KDB. Their fixtures are... Pretty amazing. We talked about Harvey Barnes. I think um, uh, he's a really solid option. I think that point about him playing up front as well, Rob, because otherwise they've only really got uh, Ian Acho, haven't they? Who, yeah, I don't know, it's never really felt like he's been trusted there. Yeah, and per- Perez as well. They've sort of got... And Tielemans is someone around. as well whose stats have been good recently. I think he's similar price to Harvey Barnes, but he's got a few goals in the last few games. In fact, they've all been papering over the cracks with Jamie Vardy for the last three, four weeks, actually, haven't they? Yeah, absolutely. Those are the, those are my three tips from Leicester: is Tillemans, Madison, Barnes. Um, yeah, and as you know, uh, and as we all know, uh, KDB is uh, the assist king. So, um, oh, honour and privilege quiz time. Oh, okay. oh. here's your <laughs> first question: um, top of the assist list in the Premier League, the top three. Can you name any of them? And for a bonus point, can you name the number of assists for the f- the leader? Harry Kane, leading. Oh, are you, are you going for Rich? Oh, I was going to say Son. Okay. Probably it's exclusively to Kane. Um, yeah, Will's the winner there. It is Kane. Has he got 12 assists? How, how many are you saying, Rich? Uh, I'm going to go 11. Oh, point each. There you go. It is Kane and he is on 11. So oh, we'll, we'll oh well, and unlucky. Was closely followed by KDB on 10 and Bruno on 8 and Grealish on 7. There we go. go. Assist Kings. Grealish, is he, is he one you've got or you'd look at? I mean, I've got him at the moment. He hasn't done well recently, but he yeah. has got Newcastle and Burnley in the next two games. Although, a little watchword for anyone thinking of transferring him in, he has four yellow cards, yeah. which means he's a booking away from one-game suspension. Yeah. And he does get kicked a lot. So I think, I think Fernandez is the same. Bruno Fernandez has four yellow cards as well. I think you're right. Um, so, yeah, those are both watch out. The, the one for me is... Uh, um, well, I'll say I've got a bit of a quiz, actually. Uh, so Saka is second in the form table behind who? Who is top in the midfield form table? 
it's top not scoring midfield form. It's not um, Smith Rowe, is it? No. no well. I have said Madison before this, but it's... no, it's it's everyone's favourite. It's Gun Dog Anne. Oh, of course, Gun Dog Anne. Of course. I was listening to um, the Man City match on Five Live the other night, and. I think it was Kelly Cates was the commentator um, and she kept saying Gundogan and then Clinton Morrison was the co-commentator and he just insisted on Gundogan, Gundogan <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> That's good. Not only me that struggles with, with it. Gundogan. Gundogan. Um, but yeah, he's absolutely incredible. Uh, his form is just sensational. So yeah, him oh, and Foden, him and Foden for me, two two massive KDB replacement options as well. Um, yeah, yeah. And, not, and of course, Son, Son for for Spurs. You know, what about what about Sterling? Because won't do you think with Aguero out, he might start up front, or is a guaranteed starter at the moment? Hard you work. just can't ever guarantee that he'll start with City. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Or they all hit form. I mean, you you see like games on paper where you think he's returning double double digits and he's nowhere near mm. he's yeah I, he's just, yeah he's a funny one this season sterling not guaranteed to start not guaranteed to return which you know city city have got great fixtures so you feel like you should be tripping up with them but i think yeah gun doggan's the man five goals in seven games yeah and, of and course, just the price up, yeah and he's picking up clean sheet points as a midfielder and they just don't seem to concede goals either so he's the man he's the one i think I think oh, it's another one, Scotty. Hey, Scotty. Well, I guess we're on the subject of midfielders. So, um, you know, not a million miles from assists, uh, chances created. Can you guess which player uh, leads the chances created? I've got the top three. It's pretty tight. So if you can get any anyone from the top three, I'll give you a point. And then, I mean, the number is is pretty random, so I think we'll just go for names. Well, not random, but it's difficult to predict. So I think we'll just go for names from the top three. Is it mid- midfielders or all? Yeah, yeah. That, just I mean, midfielders. It, it is all players, but it is midfielders that are in the top three. Okay. Hmm. KDB would have been my first thought. He's, he's in there. We've got two hmm. others. I'm going to go. Yes, he's also in there. I'm going to go Grealish. Nailed it. You two oh, know. Yes. Us. And you got it in reverse order as well. So KDB on 54, Bruno Tagnoli on 56, and Grealish <laughs> on 58. I mean, we, haven't, we haven't mentioned uh, Bruno, have we? But Because he's just like one of the most owned players. But if you haven't got him and with Man United's fixtures and... You know that's that's a pretty straightforward replacement for KDB. Absolutely, yeah. But he would be the one. Him and Son would be the obvious replacements. Um, but yeah, looking at the other options, you know, I think we've said them all: Pogba, Gundogan, Foden, um, Tillemans, Madison, Barnes. I mean, I think I did your friend Smith Rowe, Rich, as well. I mean, four point five million again. If anyone needs to free up money, I don't know to try and get Kane up front or something. It's like he's he's in great form as well, isn't he? He's in great form. Yeah, uh, he's guaranteed to start at the moment, barring injury or exhaustion. But you know he's young, so he'll play through that. Um, I mean, the fixtures aren't brilliant for Arsenal coming up. Is the only only thing, but you're not going to get a midfielder cheaper who's playing every week. Four point five million, isn't he? Yeah, crazy. Yeah, I, I love him. He's great. I love his attitude. He's, he's uh, 
he's got a little bit of work to do on his post-match interview technique, but <laughs> hopefully that will come. He looks very much like a 19-year-old or 20-year-old, I think he is, being interviewed for the first time. Yeah, bless him. Yeah. He looks like he's having a job interview. <laughs> yeah, he's he petrified. Um, what about Aubameyang? Is he a viable option after those two goals the other day? I mean, I would love to say yes. I'm not sure. Um, that first half, he looks way, way, way out of sorts. But then he got the goal and his confidence came back and suddenly uh, he looked dangerous again. I it's such a lot of money to invest. I wouldn't be rushing and you could, like you say, you could, you'd be better putting it into Saka or Smith Rowe, really, and just giving him a couple more weeks. Yeah, what watch list, I think, for Aubameyang. Yeah, I think so. So how about Jamie Vardy? You've got to get rid of him, Will. I've got to get rid of him, Will. There's not really very many reliable strikers. No, it's terrible. This season. Striker options are appalling. I mean, I've got Kane already, Kane, and you you won't sign Kane. Never. Um, so, like, he is the form striker in FPL. He's got 12, 8, and 9 in the last three game weeks. So, like, it, he's the obvious choice. But if you already have him and Vardy, yeah. then I'm looking at Mope. Wow. I, well, a little inconsistent, but he's got 25 points in the last five game weeks, and he's 6.1 million. Yeah. Um, Brighton have got like mm, all right fixtures ahead. I would, for me, it's a case of bring him in, then free up some money to add to the midfield and just get another premium midfielder in. Um, at the moment, I've got Suchek and he's not been doing much for the last few games. Yeah. Too much potato salad. So he's, he's coming out. He's been going to be coming out and then. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to use that money and maybe more pay. But then I'm also looking at Cavani under under four percent ownership. Yeah, you know it's a good good option there. United have good fixtures. He'd be my punt. And if you look at United, just quickly rattle them off: Sheffield United, Arsenal, Southampton, Everton, West Brom, Newcastle, and the next six or seven fixtures. So it feels like he and and Martial just looks off off. The, Form doesn't he? So he might start starting regularly. Yeah, I'm going to see oh. if I'm going to see if he plays against Liverpool in the FA Cup. If he doesn't, then I think he's my he's my man. But um, you know, I, I, I'd be happy with a trio of Kane, Antonio, and Cavani. Antonio's my other striker, other than Vardy. So um, yeah, I think that feels quite good to me. What about Daniel Ings? He's he's uh, in contention now, isn't he? Every time I've owned him, he's let me down. Really? He's uh, dead to I, me. Yeah, I like Daniel. Um, yeah. I've, I've got Che Adams at the moment who I want to move on. So I'm kind of thinking double surgery up front. And I'm he's, a poor, he's a poor man's Danny Ings, Che Exactly. Adams, I'm kind of thinking whether I move from the, and you, from the madness to the mediocre. You both got Antonio, didn't you, ahead of Game Week 19? Yeah, boy. I mean, he's West Ham's only striker at the moment as well. They sold Haller to Ajax. Yeah. Ajax. Um, but obviously his fitness is always a little bit of a an iffy thing. I guess it's worth saying, isn't it? You know, what we did 22nd of January, there are going to be players coming in. I can't imagine West Ham are going to finish the month without signing another striker. Um, so that- I, look, what the thing is with Antonio, if, if I get him in my team, Ahead of game week 20, he'll get injured. So that's kind of going to decide his future, really. If I <laughs> Keep leave, him if out, I leave him alone. Yeah, leave they, him alone. They, 
They've got Palace next anyway. You don't want him scoring against your club. That would be a <laughs> disaster. No, well, know. you guys, um, I see a lot of people are transferring in Ollie Watkins, um, who I had earlier in the season and was just awful to own. It was I think he's only scored a few goals all season, but he is 6.1 million. Uh, they have got Newcastle and Burnley up next and they have got three games to fit into the schedule somewhere, Villa. So they've got some double game weeks. Yeah, I think that's why people have been bringing him in. But he's, I don't know. I, I don't really know what he offers particularly. I mean, I, I guess I said this along with you two a lot before Patrick Bamford went on his wonderful scoring run. Um, but he just does seem like a fast runner who can't finish. Yeah. So I, I guess every lots of people are looking at who Newcastle have coming up and I know Leeds have got Newcastle next but then at the same time Leeds haven't scored this year so I mean who knows maybe Newcastle might win that Villa are just one of those teams aren't they they can just you know they play they're, they're great to watch they're very attacking and they'll have the odd game where they score four goals and then they'll just get a couple of nil-nils or one it's, it's really hard but that's the thing isn't it it's just trying to back that player that might surprise a few people I guess it is a good time as the season to take a few risks and you know DCL's out isn't he so there's there's not that much choice up front but um, are either of you two thinking of um, placing your faith in Jesus never no no. just I think it was where there Aguero COVIDed and KDB out he surely is going to get some games. I mean, you can't we say, say this every can't single say. time. Whenever yeah. Aguero's out, it's always like, oh yeah, Jesus is going to come in and Getting save the in. world. No, no it's, it's 9.1 million, I think, as well. He's not the Messiah. He's not. He's no. not. He's a very naughty boy. Um, yeah, he, he is. On a privilege quiz time. Uh, oh, Scotty. Oh. <laughs> right on cue. So... Scotty, uh, whilst you're on the subject of forwards, um, I think he probably wanted me to ask you this question. Uh, number of shots. So which three players have had the most shots in the Premier League so far? If you can get, I'll give you a bonus point, if you can get in the right um, decade of, of numbers, if that makes sense. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it, the the there's a three if you can get any of the three and if you can get the right decade of numbers so uh, this, this is just shots this isn't shots on target but um, I'll, I'll give you a clue there's two forwards and one midfielder in there uh, Harry Kane the Hurricane correct he's in there Swine um, Paddy, ba- Paddy Bamford he's in there too oh yes Will we're doing uh, so well Son Sonny Son no, not Sonny Stone. He's not. He's not up there. Bruno. Yes. Yes. Oh, and what? Oh, what how think? many? Who's number one? Uh, Kane. Kane at the top. Then Bampers. Four behind him. Then Bruno. Two behind Bampers. Uh, I wouldn't even know. Like how, how many 52? shots are they going to be having? Yeah. Um, Fifty-two for Kane. No, I reckon more than that because. He'll have, let's say, four a match. You do the maths. <laughs> uh, 200. <laughs> Rich was a bit closer. 69 for Kane, 65 for Bampers and 63 for Bruno. Yeah, my maths is terrible. There you go. Yeah, you got, got him. You're doing well. You yes. Scott's going to have to send a surprise, isn't he? <laughs> I think he is. Have you heard much from Scotty since he had COVID? Is he all right? 
Yeah, I think he's fine. He's just um, keeping his head down, I think. Yeah, and, you know, just looking forward to his next opportunity to get between the sticks. Yeah, only, only a week away with him, always. <laughs> oh, maybe we should have a little um, dip into the post bag and see if we've got any correspondence this week get in touch on FF Hangover on Twitter and on Fantasy Football Hangover on Facebook and Instagram thanks for listening we've had a message from Diane who is having a <laughs> is having a potato party this weekend uh she's having a potato party this weekend to celebrate west ham's fa cup match against maybe rotherham is it who's who are they playing forget who they're playing yeah, I think they are. does she live on her own no she's got housemates oh, okay. um i did check that because i didn't want i didn't want her to be having a party and be getting fined but yeah, um 800 quid on our uh, no she's ha- she's having um her and her housemates going to be watching the west ham game and she's desperately trying to get hold of Kufal and Sujek's potato um, potato salad recipe. It looks nice, doesn't it? Um, Doncaster Don they're playing, not Rotherham. Same same county. Um, so yeah, she wondered if we have any potato salad recipes or if not, can we somehow get um, Kufal, <laughs> Sufal, sorry, Sufal and, or Sujek's potato salad recipe. I have, re- I have reached out to both of them on Twitter and they haven't replied. Rude. Um, yeah, they're probably, you know, they've had a game recently. I'm sure they'll get back. But if anyone is listening who is connected to um, Vladimir Sufal or Thomas Suchek in any way, please let us know what their recipe is because I want to try it. Do, they, do you think they have personal chefs? I mean, obviously they do at the, at the club, but do you think they have personal chefs at home? Football well, is? I was doing some research into, because I really wanted to see if there are any other like current footballers who have you know recipes that in, uh, they enjoy or maybe that they they cook regularly or anything and it's very hard to find that it's it's something that basically they a lot of the big pros have personal chefs um it turns out yeah um but yeah this is i'm really intrigued to know and i also want to know what other sort of interesting meals i a cookbook we should make a premier league cookbook of like yeah I, I want to know what uh, Leno in goal is is eating at Arsenal. Well, I've got this memory of um, Malky Glenn Duggan at uh, Manchester City. I'm sure Gun, there was Gundogan. something. Uh, Malky Glenn Duggan is that his name? Glenn Oh, Glenn Duggan. Not 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 Gundogan. Oh, Gundogan. That's the chat. Sorry, that's it. I'm sure he's he's a vegan. I think I'm sure there was something on the BBC about how to make. Glen Duggan's bean burger. It's an old really? Scottish recipe, I think, from the Highlands. Um, but uh, I have to look it up. I have to look it up and put it in the thing. But I'm sure. I'm sure he's got one. So that's that's why we got that. Yeah, Suchek's potato salad, which is obviously lovely. Uh, Jamie Vardy could do the drink section at the back. Yeah, drink yeah. section, absolutely. Um, yeah, so I'm. I, I want to know more. So please message in if you a know the Sufal Suchek salad potato recipe um or if you know of any other bizarre well it's not even bizarre eating potato salad but any interesting food habits of the uh the rich and famous premier league stars but for diane's for diane's purposes i like to just a simple potato salad spring onion 
potato, right. paprika, mayonnaise. Delicious. I like, pea. I like a pea in there. I like a pea in my potatoes. That's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like a, a teaspoon of Dijon mustard. It's always good. Maybe yeah, a splash so. of uh, cider vinegar, uh, just a teeny bit. Well, would you two have a personal chef if you were absolutely loaded? Yeah. I'd probably have personal everything, like someone to wipe my nose, bottom, <laughs> clean my teeth, make my food. But I, that's more I, lethargy than anything. I think I'd have a, have a personal sous chef to prepare stuff. <laughs> I like the actual cooking process, but like the chopping process, it's a bit annoying. So, you know, like on uh, Sunday brunch and Saturday kitchen and stuff where they already have everything in little ramekins. Yeah. You know, this is an onion already chopped i want that so i basically want to tell my sous chef right tonight i'm having this just get okay. it all sorted for me and then i'll do the rest lock, lock them back in the cage as you cook it yeah <laughs> let them out to clean the clean the pot wash yeah I, but I, I i was desperately trying to find i was like oh maybe there's some 90s football recipes and things like that and i was trying to find like old match magazines and see what you know mark bright was talk, eating back in the back in the day but it's very hard to find yeah i remember yeah it was all about pasta wasn't it and bulking players up in, in those kind of early 90s era wasn't it it was like pasta carbohydrates get some more meat on Giggsy's bones it was all that stuff wasn't it? yeah yeah before arson wenger came along and ruined it all yeah ruined brown, it, ruined brown rice <laughs> green beans and grilled chicken breast <laughs> there, there was an interview that I read with Philippe Albert where he was talking about how when Newcastle would do away trips and probably most of their away trips involve quite a drive because of it being Newcastle. Um, if they if they won, then Kevin Keegan would stop off in a nearby town and pick up a load of red wine, beer, and fish and chips for everyone. So good, such a good little little treat. I mean, God, how greasy was that? Would that be after a <laughs> ninety minute match? Just to have a oh, make you feel a bit ill well, just thinking about a, it. A friend of ours on on the subject of Soufau's, Kufau's uh, uh, potato coulard. Um, a friend of ours and previous guest on the show, King Pierce Shaw, our correspondent in Madrid, captained him this game week, which was bold, but also worked out well because he got twenty four points from his captain as. You know, a lot of us went for the kind of bankers of, of Salah or KDB or Bruno, which maybe didn't score quite as high. Um, but he was asking, he's feeling he's in quite a rich vein of form and he's never had a great run at FPL and he's somewhere near the top of some of his mini leagues. He uh, he wanted to ask us how he should celebrate should he win. He's getting a bit ahead, ahead of himself halfway through the season. But <laughs> yeah. He just wondered if we had any tips on how best to celebrate uh, should he win and a few of his leagues there are, there is a cash prize as well so, um well he's big into his uh tattoos isn't he so i think maybe a, a tattoo of of a potato salad on his <laughs> right breast yeah that's a lovely idea yeah that's if he's got space i don't know if he's got space above his right breast but if he hasn't then somewhere else but yeah a, a potato salad with a sort of floating uh Suchek or Kufal or Sufal in the middle of the potato salad. Yeah, that's a good shout. Particularly if he wins it, you know, theoretically because of these points of, you know, it's a bold move, captain and a defender in a double game week, particularly a West Ham defender. Yeah, it very works. bold. We can actually look, investigate his right breast because he recently posted, uh, he's in Madrid and there's been a lot of snow there and he posted himself topless in the snow. So He did, yes. Yeah, I'll have a look at that. What about you? 
What about you, Rich? Any tips for celebration? I mean, yeah, he should get his tattoo, maybe to numb the pain ahead of it. He could um, sink a bottle of Port and Lucasade, which yeah. is always a winner for, uh, you know, so Jamie Vardy's uh, Premier yeah. League winning preparation, wasn't it? So he could do the same sort of thing. Take that culture to Madrid. I think that's a really good shout. And we're in a privilege quiz time. Oh. <laughs> there he is. Hey. Right, so there's only a few left from Scotty, but um, let's go for most fouls won. So which three players have been fouled the most? Um, uh, I, I'm pretty sure they were both at the end of last season as well. One of them is often at the top of this league, um, whichever division he's playing in. And um, yeah, uh, two midfielders, one striker. And... Yes, King King Harold of Kane. Uh, not just sweet. No, it's not. It's not King Harold. Is uh, it uh, luscious luscious calves? Jack Grealish. Yeah, the calves, the kickable calves are up there. He is top of the pops um, with uh, seventy three fouls. Oh, I've been shot. How? How many? And then um, the, I'll give you a clue. There's at the second and third and. They are 51 and 43, so, you know, it shows how much Grealish gets fouled. It is it's pretty brutal. I mean, he is very kickable. Yeah. I'll give you a clue on the second one. Uh, there'll be lots of images of him getting very annoyed, staring wild-eyed at the referee, gesticulating when he gets fouled. Jamie oh, Vardy? Maybe, maybe I notice it more than anyone else. Not, hmm. not Jamie Vardy, no. Um, um, think of attacking players who like dribbling a lot. Oh, Wilf, Wilfred. Yes. Oh, Wilfred. yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, he's second uh, with 51. So, you know, he should be thankful he's not Grealish because if he was, he'd probably get a lot more red cards. Yeah. And then the third one is a Liverpool player because it's a bit, not random, but it's not as obvious, I wouldn't say. Mane. Yeah. Hey. There you go. So, Got there in the end. I mean, that is massive for Grealish, 73, and Mane's on 43, so... That just shows you, you know, surely uh, Gareth Southgate looks at stuff like that, you know, other than being a great player. Set pieces for England in whenever it was 12 years ago when we got to the semi-finals. Uh, that's how long <laughs> that feels. <laughs> no, it wasn't that long. Surely that's got to come into play, hasn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah it just shows how unplayable he is as well. Yeah. You know, that people feel the need to take him down. Totally. Yeah. And those those players who carry the ball so effectively, they're so few and far between, aren't they? Particularly in the English breadth of talent. It's sort of, yeah. Because yeah, at least 25% of those are actually going to be fouls. <laughs> <laughs> it must get so annoying, mustn't it? When it's like, this is the thing I'm good at. This is the thing I love doing and I'm known for. And I keep getting kicked. In my yeah. Like, he, he's someone that you, he, you rarely see him getting that wound up, do you? Like, he... He seems to take it well. Yeah, he's quite chilled, actually. Yeah, yeah right. That yeah, is a, he is. That, that is a skill, because I'd definitely get annoyed if someone kept kicking me. <laughs> Never cut out for Sunday League, Rob. <laughs> no, exactly. Uh, well, let's check in. Let's check in with our junior correspondents. We should check in and, and see how the kids are doing, shouldn't we, with our TCTs. For my captain this week. Yeah. Yeah. Cheese. Captain this week. Yeah. 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 Yeah
So, Rob, I think uh, Young Evers uh, was up last week. How did, how did she get on? Yeah, so she, um, double game week, had a choice of Son Hung Min and KDB. So Tottenham had Spurs, which was a favourable fixture, and Son, I believe, scored seven points. Um, Tottenham had I, Spurs. Is that what I said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. It's the first beer of the week. <laughs> I'm on my second beer now, so you have to forgive me. But uh, yeah, sorry, Tottenham had Sheffield United. Um, begins with S. It's really tough. Yeah, it's, it's confusing. <laughs> uh, nicknames. Yeah. And uh, KDB United had um, two fixtures. Uh, <laughs> I think he scored, was it nine or ten points? He scored seven in his first game, and I'm guessing he got three in his second game. Well, he came off injured, so I think, I think he got eight in total. Something okay. like that. Oh, he didn't make it to the 60th minute and get the clean sheet. No, he came off on, like just before 60. Oh, so it, KDB just pipped it. So Evers won uh, another victory for the kids, which I think puts them three or four ahead of the adults. Yeah, they're running. They're running wild at the moment, aren't they? We've got to rein them back in. Yeah. Well, this week, uh, this week we've got a new one. Uh, so I'll just play it to you guys and see what you think. Hello and welcome to another edition of Toddler Captain Tips. I am joined by a very special guest this week. Uh, so, young man, what's your name and how old are you? My name's Freddie and I'm nine years old. Excellent. And do you like football? Yeah. How much? A lot. Okay, so I'm going to get you to help me out choosing my captain. I've got two choices for you. Choice number one is this gentleman here. Bruno Fernandes, who is a midfielder for Manchester United, and they are playing Sheffield United. And your other choice is Jack Grealish, who plays for Aston Villa, um, and they are playing Burnley away. So who do you like the look of? Do you like the look of Jack Grealish or Bruno Fernandes? Bruno Fernandes, because he scores lots of goals. He does score a lot of goals. Well, he's on a smiley face, hasn't he? Yeah. So definitely happy with it, Bruno? Yeah. All right, thank you very much, Freddie. And I'll see you soon. You can say bye. Bye. If there's one thing that kids love, it's goals. Yeah, yeah. Goals. I love goals. Yeah. Absolutely. He is, yeah, that's, I like his confidence there, Freddie. He's very, very chipper. Who are you guys captaining? Uh, I think I've actually currently got it on Bruno. Yeah, I have as well. Although it was a genuine dilemma between those two, because I, I I did quite a fancy Jack Grealish. Yeah, I mean, just generally speaking, obviously, he's got such lovely calves, but I think he'll do well at the weekend. Yeah, I've got it on Bruno, but that's just because I haven't changed it since the last match. But yeah, I think it's got to be, hasn't it, against Sheffield United? Yeah, yeah. I think so. You just, yeah, they're, they're the ones. Actually, I'd probably take in. We should have a look at the fixtures. Join the Fantasy Football Hangover FPL League using the code Q4LH9M. That's Q4LH9M. Yummy, yummy football. Starting with that game, I mean, yeah, Bruno. Although, I am really tempted to double up on Manchester United's midfield and bring Pogba in as well. Yeah, I've got I've got Rashford, and I I mean he's not really done much. Well, he's done all right since I brought him in. Um, it's a bit of a mixed bag from him. I, I'm sticking with him for now, but yeah, I want I want some Pogba at some point. Yeah, I want some Pog, and I think I think you know he may only stay hot for a few weeks before he has a little strop or a tantrum. So I think now's the time. Yeah, he's 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 um 
Yeah, he's a tricky one, isn't he? Because I think the scout on FPL tipped him before this double game week and I just looked at it and was like, nah, he plays deep. He's so inconsistent and erratic. Doesn't always start, but he's going to be a, a popular choice, isn't he? But um, I feel like we're getting a little bit carried away. Do you, uh, you know, I know this sounds cynical, but do you not think there's an element with Pogba where it, it's a little bit of like build him up to knock him down? Mm, maybe I mean, with the pundits. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you know, the, his, his form is wonderful and he's scoring all these great goals and, it's like, yeah, the goal against Fulham was good, but I heard about it and read about it before I saw it. And I, you know, I was anticipating this wonder goal. And it, yeah, it was a good goal, but it, you know, I don't know how long I'll remember it for. And the, and yeah. the one Burnley was deflected off a Burnley defender and through Nick Pope's legs. You know, it was, yeah, it's a decent goal, but it was a bit of luck about it. But everyone was like, oh, he scored it and he's turned things around and he's used to winning titles and... I just feel like Man United win the next two games, it will all be blamed on him not turning up and not having the right attitude and consistency. I mean, he's, he's an easy target. I think it's because he's just, he's so capable of so much and, and rarely yeah. delivers it all. It makes him a massive target. Yeah, he's a funny one because people, do, I think pundits as well, like love him when he does well because it's like you know, it's the realization of potential, isn't it? Which is always yeah. you know he can do literally everything. Uh, he's the kind of he's the guy you, I guess, as a kid who was always the best player in school. Like you know, would turn up at the park and just run rings around everyone. Yeah, and you want to see those players in the Premier League, don't you? You want to watch the flair players and the and the you know the, the global superstars, I guess, don't you? Yeah. Um, are you Will, are you have you greeded up all your chips now or have you got any left? Yeah, I've swallowed them all. Oh yes. Straight down the gullet. I've got my, my second wild card. Um which I will save for a special occasion. How about <laughs> how about you, Rich? How are you doing, Chips? Uh yeah, I've still got a triple captain and bench boost and, and the wild card. Okay. And that's uh that's a that's a timely uh, privilege quiz time. Ah, it's almost like oh, a new like, so, game week nineteen, first double game week of the season. Um big big chips being played. So uh I will can you guess of the four chips, I'm gonna go, can you get the the most used chip versus the least used chip? Now I'll give you the numbers as well. The most used chip was five hundred and thirty one thousand and the least use was two hundred and twenty three hundred thousand so almost half that so can you guess which one was most commonly used and which one was least used i'm guessing triple captain was the most i just felt like i saw more of those in people's teams but okay yeah i was actually going to guess free hit was the most used um okay. what you got i say there's probably a lot of bench boosts I mean, I use bench boost, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. And what are you going for bottom then? If if Will, you're going. I'd have used. For, I'd have said free hit as, yeah, as bottom. I'm actually retra- retracting that rapidly. Yeah. Um, I think bench boost was top and free hit was bottom. Um, so top was triple captain. Yeah, as well. Five Jesus, this beer is ruining me. <laughs> a lot, a lot of people did triple captain, and uh, free hit was at the bottom. So there you oh, go. That's, that's just I'm so good at quizzing today. Oh, it must be this new lot. It's because it's, it's another lockdown. Everyone's just quizzing, quiz mad. <laughs> you know, you're on form in FPL. It's just, just confidence is flowing through your veins. Yeah, 143 points. Bang. I was, I was glad not to play triple captain though, because that would have been on Maurice 
who I haven't even, I'm, I think he got five points, right? Yeah. Yeah, I actually, I was I was very close to it on, on the Friday before as well and just pussied out at the end, really, and I'm very glad I did. Yeah. I, I mean, there must have been so many managers triple captained him on the face of it, those two fixtures. Yeah. I knew I knew a few. He got four points. I was only four in the end. Jesus. Yeah. From two games, I mean, that is pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, and you always bank on those players that don't do well, you know, the, the top players that don't play well for three or four games to suddenly go, right, bang, and then, and it's yet to happen. But did you watch uh, Liverpool-Burnley? Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, there's a lot of huffing and puffing in that game, wasn't there? It just felt it just felt really like there was, you know, like let's keep chipping it into the box, chip it into the box, which just felt like a really odd tactic against a team like Burnley. Yeah. Yeah, I think as soon as Divock Origi missed that chance in the first half, it just looked like their shoulders sank a bit as well. They just weren't very... Well, they put a lot into the box without really producing much. It actually reminded me in that game quite a lot of um, watching Arsenal. Um, right. Which is probably... It was not a compliment because there was a lot of like fairly cautious passing and then really unincisive balls into the box. Yeah, well, it just shows how reliant they are on, on Salah and Mane being in form and, and willing and I just think they just feel like they're tired they tired I can't I just can't really work it out I'm not sure they've got a big game haven't they at the weekend they've got uh, they're away at Spurs yeah but, and they've got United in the cup as well of so. course they have yeah two massive games yeah they've been yeah. crushed like a flower haven't they did you hear that one no no that was uh, Klopp saying confidence is like a flower that has been crushed or trodden on, I think. And we need to, to bring that back and we will. So, you know, that's kind of a fair observation, isn't it? It's, it's definitely... It is, although I'm pretty sure if you tread on a flower, it's not ever coming back to life. <laughs> no. <laughs> not as confident as it was, though, isn't it? No, it's true. Yeah, it, it, it's true. You could probably bring its confidence back. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't bring it back to life <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very good uh, how do you think uh, Palace is going to get on against West Ham Robert it's, um, I would say, yeah I, Palace is one of those teams aren't they that just frustrate one week and then get a good result the next so West Ham are in form doing well I wouldn't be surprised if that's a, a, a one all actually just, you know um, they tend to tighten up at the back Palace when they leak a few goals so um, yeah, I don't know, but West Ham are a bit unpredictable at the moment as well, aren't they? So they are. Yeah, it's uh, we got this new Palace got this new striker though that looks half decent as well. So I guess the big uh, match of two very out of form tides is Chelsea versus Wolves. Lampard Lampard's been told he has to turn things around immediately, or he's out. Have you got oh, any yeah. players in either of those teams? I've got Zuma, but I mean, he's li- he's literally not played in about four games or something, so he's just rotting. Yeah. Yeah, and there's no one who really screams out from those two sides, is there? I was, I did just, I was sort of thinking whether to consider Tammy Abraham. They've not been the starting. Strikers. I think, I think um, Frank needs to go with what he went with last year and go with the youth. Go yeah. with... It build works. your team around Tammy, Mount, you know, all of that. Like, don't, it's not working with Havertz and Werner and the new boys. Yeah. They're not working. You know, not when you, you know, when it, if, you know, when you were younger and you spent loads of money on like a new pair of trainers or a new shirt or something, 
you didn't really like it you weren't sure about it but because you spent so much money on it you're like i've got to keep wearing it <laughs> like it and it's almost like doing that with Havertz as well. <laughs> yeah i've got i spent all this money i've got to prove that it's good i've got to just keep trying and you're right they were great last season because they, they had the transfer ban and because they took a punt on youth and who's that li- little lad in midfield billy gilmore is it or, yeah like, B- he, billy gilmore he didn't did something like that. He didn't didn't play that much. <laughs> Dave Gilmore. Dave Gilmore. <laughs> Billy Ocean. Um, but yeah, it, it, they were great, and they looked like a team. They looked like a unit, and they were all scrapping. And now they just look a bit disinterested. And yeah, Mason, player that looks like he cares is Mason Mount. Yeah, yeah he's he's the one I'd look at. I think he's like similar to Harvey Barnes, isn't he? Like just under seven million, and uh, you know he's taking set pieces, he's scoring a few goals. He'd be the only one I'd perhaps look at for Chelsea but yeah yeah I don't think I'd be looking at Wolves at all really Willie Bolly no. I think scored didn't he when he came back but you just still don't fancy them to be tight at the back Fabio, Sil- Fabio Silva got his first goal didn't he which is good for him yeah, the young young Sally Gunnell yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah looking good uh, Fulham, Fulham um, Lookman's tempting if he starts playing he's about five million or five and a half and Seems to get involved whenever there's a goal, doesn't he? Yeah, just I'm still not convinced Fulham have turned, you know, turned around or are worth backing yet. And Brighton, I mean, you're looking at Mope, aren't you, Will? Yeah, I am. They won the other day, didn't they, Brighton? I think they're they're now potentially, uh, you know, because they were looking for that win. Well, they've been so long, and I think now they've got that against a poor. It was against a poor Leeds side, wasn't it? Leeds are looking bad. And bad. They are, aren't they? But will Bampers yeah. score against Newcastle? He'll be back. With will he be back? Or is he this season's Thomas Pukki? They're and that's tired. It from him. No, they're tired already, Leeds. Uh, Bampers, it's Bampers. ever since they criticised... Um, uh, I can't remember the journalist. It was a BT Sport presenter, wasn't it? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, they yeah, criticised her on, tw- on Twitter. They gave her some proper grief because she said... Was it? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. She said that they were tired. That you know, they 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 would tire out because of the way they play football, and uh, they haven't scored since then, or won a game since then, or done anything since since they criticised her. So, Don't you mess with so Leeds. Yeah, Leeds. Yeah, Leeds. Face. Yeah. I think um, I don't, you know what Brighton are one of those teams. I don't think I ever have their players, I and mean, it's not a personal thing like you, Rich, with Tottenham. I don't know why. Just, you must have had um, Dunk Lewis a Dunk. few seasons yeah, ago. Yeah, he was brilliant. No, I don't know. Or Matty Ryan before he signed for the mighty Arsenal. You no, must keep my avoid. I just don't think there's enough consistency there. Yeah, fair What's enough. Dunk Dunk was really good a couple of seasons. Well, ago. I mean, he's 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 still good. He scored ahead of the other day. Like he's still an option. But really from set pieces. That's that's enough reason for me. That moustache. I'm not signing him. <laughs> not signing him <laughs> okay what you say what about Everton they're out of sorts aren't they it's not a lot yeah not Rodriguez lot. Rodriguez will pop back up he'll get fit again and you know get double figures and everyone will sign him again yeah I can't, I can't predict when that will be but he, he's just a class player that will happen yeah, they, yeah they, they just fit again as well they need all, all of them fit don't they they're, yeah. they're, they're so much better when they've got like that sort of line of Dinier into Richarlison and uh, and Hamez and DCL if those four yeah. are fit then it's like so that's and, and game week 20 we haven't really mentioned it so it's Tuesday Tuesday night uh, 4.30 to have your team set and then straight into a weekend of fixtures or is it yeah uh, on the Saturday with, with a um, 
twelve thirty kickoff. So yeah, eleven in the morning the next Saturday to have your team set by. So pretty tight run of fixtures again, like we just had. Um, and that game week twenty one is uh, yeah regular game week. Everton Newcastle first, and then end with Brighton Spurs and Liverpool West Ham. Liverpool West Ham could be good, couldn't it? Mm. That would be, be an interesting one to test Liverpool. I think. But it's just, it's funny, isn't it? As soon as the team hits form, like Chelsea, Burnley, you would have looked at that before and gone, yes, you know, 3-1, 3-0 Chelsea. And now you're like, God, that could, that could go yeah. anywhere. Burnley yeah. win, yeah. probably. Got yeah. the classic Arsenal-Man United as well next weekend. We Arsenal-Man be... United, half five next Saturday. That's, yeah, that's that's a good game, isn't it? What do you reckon? Uh, I couldn't call it. I think I think we'll give them a run for their money. I would... I would hope we wouldn't lose, but I don't know if we'll win. But I think it'd be a good game. Um, yeah. Two teams on form is always good to see, isn't it? Yeah. And BBC have got the plum fixture, West Brom versus Fulham. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> to be, uh, to be fair, the two of the most, uh, the, the two of the worst defences in the league, so it will probably be nil-nil. Sure. I've seen a few people saying uh, maybe time to get Pereira in because he scored he scored a couple of penalties didn't he at the weekend and he looks like I know I saw I saw read someone saying he is Big Sam's JJ Kocha right <laughs> which I don't buy at all I love JJ Kocha as a player and I, I don't see him Pereira but nonetheless you know he does like to build sort of fairly resolute defensive teams with one fair play, flair player they rely on and it's yeah. going to be him Pereira got 24 points in the double game week so did yeah, he? No Pretty impressive. Wow. No John Stones, but uh, it's still <laughs> impressive. Yeah, get John Stones in. Yeah, I, I mean, look, it's, I, I rate Sam Maladice. You know, he, he does. He does always tend to get teams to hit form. So maybe it's worth having a little look at Westbourne. No, don't don't listen to him, listeners. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> look, I got, I got, I've, I'm already on 148 points this week. Listen to me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking at Pereira. You are. You you are. I am looking. He's on my. He's on my watch list. Okay. Yeah. There, you go. Ah, there you go. You heard it here first. Well, that probably wraps us up for this week, champs. Yeah, on that bombshell. Yeah, get Pereira in, and you'll get 148 points next week. There you go. We'll set it. I'll okay. post a photo of my team up. Uh, you know, just for the map, so you can copy it. Because obviously, everyone's <laughs> after after a bit of my action. I I will say I've gone up 500,000 places this, just this week from getting. I mean, it's. It's fair enough. I'm an incredible manager. Has um, uh, James Richardson called you yet? You're going on the official FPL show. Yeah, actually, Frank Lampard's called me. Um, Has I did, he? I've, yeah, I've blanked a couple of calls from him. I need to get back to him just to give him some tips. But um, Was he trying to get your address? Because um, I think the last few letters he sent us haven't got through. Um, yeah. Just checking if you've moved house. Uh, yeah. It's the Royal Mail. It's terrible. Yeah, it's tough this time of year. So. Um, anyway listeners thank you very much for listening uh, best of luck with game weeks 20 and 21 and we will be back soon yeah goodbye thanks yes. bye please